What is up, Art World? <laughs> we are back. This is Lisa, and I am sitting across from Miss Art World. Hello, everyone. <laughs> How's it going today? It's going really good. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. So, today, we are doing um, kind of introductions about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I'm a little nervous right now. So, we're only going to do Lisa for this um, episode, and then next time we'll do me. Okay. Um, but, so, I want to just go in with a couple of fun facts that fun I facts. have about Lisa. Oh, gosh. I'm nervous. And then some questions. And I actually also reached out to our friend group to get uh, their fun <laughs> no. fact about Lisa. Uh, so let's, my biggest fun fact about Lisa is that she's probably the most hydrated person that I know <laughs> in all the world. As I sit here with like my 40 ounce hydro I've filled three times today. <laughs> I, it amazes me because um, I don't drink any water ever. It's uh, only coffee and wine. You know what was crazy? I went to the doctor the other day, and um, I had to get, like, blood work done. <laughs> and she was like, oh, you're dehydrated. Your veins. Are you kidding I think, me? I think I drink so much because I drink so much. I have so much caffeine, which dehydrates you. So yeah. I'm honestly, like, just constantly trying to replenish the amount of caffeine I have in my okay, system. How much caffeine do you have? So much. I'm like an Energizer bunny. Wait, so you, you don't drink coffee, though? Oh, I drink coffee. Oh, you drink coffee? I drink coffee. So you, what, how many, like, I mess with I mess with some energy drinks. I have a... Um, you don't have more some, than one energy no, drink No, just right? sometimes one. Okay. I either do energy drink or coffee. But then I take those, like, <laughs> my gym gives out, like, these, like, weird pills that are really caffeinated. So you're just hyped up all the time. <laughs> you don't want to see me not on caffeine. It's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, so... That's uh, a great fun fact. So hydrated. <laughs> Accurate. It's crazy. Um, Lisa actually bought me a hydro flask. You like, needed one. Yeah. <laughs> For all the water that I don't drink. Yeah. Uh, okay, another fun fact. Uh, she doesn't do horror... Or animated movies. That's true. Uh, Which the art world is going to hate me for the animation issue. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, CalArts. <laughs> Have you ever seen like a horror animated movie, like one, both put together? Um, no. Would that be like your That's ultimate? That's like the ultimate, like, <laughs> terrible. Like. <laughs> that would oh, be awful. I'd hate it. I would hate it. Uh, a new skill that Lisa has uh, developed recently yes. is she's an expert patcher. Yes, patch and painting is my jam. <laughs> so uh, I did a recent uh, performance piece where I had to do like 800 holes in the wall uh, of nails. And so we took them all off. And then Lisa, out of the kindness of her heart, came and helped me patch and paint all these holes. And in the beginning, she her patches were oh, like so thick. huge and thick. You were and- <laughs> so nice. I asked, I was like, is this okay? And you're like... Yeah, <laughs> it was not. <laughs> but by the end, perfect. Thank you. Couldn't even tell that it was cast on the wall. I'm. I feel like you know they say once you do something five hundred times, you become an expert, and I feel like an expert now at eight hundred. Have like uh, tips for people patching. Yeah, don't walls? you don't need to use a lot of um, spackle. Mm. Very little, <laughs> and you don't need to rub it in with your finger to make it smooth. <laughs> Just a little bit quick. And Much there better. <laughs> there you go. 
I thought I had a system at first. It was not a good system. <laughs> yeah, expert now, though. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Proud. Okay, so I have uh, from our fellow friends. Oh, are we going to give them shout-outs? I, I want to know who's who. <laughs> I sent a list out. Oh, maybe Emily. Oh, this is Emily Cooksey. Um, so I sent it out to Eli, Samuel, Arifa, Tyler, and Emily. Okay. And uh, the, the whole squad. The whole squad. And Eli, your favorite, <laughs> said, I said, what do you guys know about Lisa? Give me a fun fact, a story, or something that you would like to share on the podcast. Pod- the, pa- the podcast? <laughs> the podcast. And Eli said that he doesn't know anything about you. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Only like, together all day yesterday. <laughs> Uh, and then the only other person so far, so if we get more in between, we'll have to share on the next one. But, uh, the other one that Tyler gave was, uh, that you're a Ravenclaw, which you're not anymore. I'm not anymore. I'm a Gryffindor. So, uh, that's a lie. Awkward. (laughs) Uh, Lisa took the test twice and then... Found out that she was a Gryffindor. Yeah. When her whole life she thought she was a Ravenclaw. I've been so conflicted. But this gives I a don't lot know of people who I information am. about you. <laughs> uh, the other time that you accused Samuel and Eli. Who brought that up? Don't. That's <laughs> that, not podcast that's, uh, worthy. <laughs> Tyler brought that up. Falsely accused uh, people of doing bad things. I did. <laughs> a lot of wine was involved. <laughs> Uh, he also brought up that you're a badass golfing in the rain when it's freezing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Very Mad fun. respect. I've recently taken up golf. If, so the first time sport. she went out, it was, how cold was it? It was honestly like 47 and raining with wind and I still can't feel my feet. <laughs> Spend days. <laughs> it's kind of concerning. Uh, and then his last comment then this is all from Tyler, is that the time that you tried to get Tyler drunk but didn't. So every single time I see him. (laughs) (laughs) My life is sponsored by Fireball. If anyone needs to go out and party, Lisa's a great person to go out with. She's fun. She drinks Fireball way too much. Too much. uh, But has a great time and is an excellent dancer. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Two stepping's my jam, yeah. but I can also you drop like... it low. Oh. <laughs> Multi skilled. Oh. <laughs> so you have questions? I do. Ooh. I have um, a couple questions okay. that I want to ask you. So what? What? Looking back on your life. Okay, so um, I'm, I'm reflecting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember is like the first time that you were? like engaged with art or thinking about art or kind of became interested in art? Was it a recent thing? Were you color oh, painting wow. when you were three and you're like, this is awesome? Um, I always loved um, coloring. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, I got really into crafts, which I don't know if that really counts as art in college, <laughs> where I would like paint coolers and paint wine glasses as gifts. Um but when I was younger, I went to, like, quite a few museums. Like, I've been to the Louvre um, and got a couple around L.A. Um, honestly, I was highly uninvolved and gave very little cares 
until you came into my life. <laughs> and I don't know if I would say um, you took me by the hand and guided me in or pushed me off a cliff into the art world. <laughs> Willingly jumped off the cliff. <laughs> it was the latter. <laughs> and since then, um, I've been really into it. It's so interesting. Um, like, I, I've been in two, three performance pieces with you now. Mm-hmm. Th- two. You did the couch The couch, the hair. The hair. And I think that's Oh, and then I'm going to do one in March with you. Yes. So I'm coming up on my third, and I um, love, what I love about our friendship is, (laughs) and art, is when you go to galleries with me, you'll explain, like, what the different types of pieces are. It's like, I didn't know before, Mm -hmm. like, what would be, I don't know, like, what's it called again when you put, like... A paperclip, but with a painting. It's like multi oh, collage, a or collage, mixed or mixed media. That's mm-hmm. the word. Um, like I had no idea, and now I've learned so much, and um, it's quite fun. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's really important to go with someone that knows a little bit about art. So I was yes. talking to my little sister last night, and mm-hmm. she has a new boyfriend, Ben, yes. and they went on a date night to the Broad in L.A. Oh, my God. I have an embarrassing comment about this. Oh, no. Did you yeah. call it the Broad? No. Okay. I'll tell you after. Um, and she was saying that he enjoyed some of it but didn't enjoy all of it. And Emily's been around my family for a long time, and my family is. She has been around your family the whole time? The whole time. Wow. Shocking. She was, like, born in the family or something. I'm shook. (laughs) That was a really silly scene. Keep going. But growing up in, like, an artistic family, you kind of get that understanding without being able to verbalize it all all the time. So they walked into a Kara Walker exhibit, Mm -hmm. which is, um, she does silhouettes of, uh like slavery times where okay. they look very comical uh-huh. but um they are of uh horrible things happening to mostly african-american slaves uh-huh. so like they're sexualized like men are raping slave girls or they're being really violent um and she's a super famous yeah. artist and i guess he walked into the exhibit and felt like super uneasy and just couldn't understand what the point of the art was. Mm-hmm. And I, when she was telling me this story, I got super excited because Carrie Walker's has such a um, important concept yeah. behind her work that I'm like, if I was there, I would like go on and on about yeah. explaining it. And so I think it is really important for conceptual art yep. to have someone to just give you the background of exactly. why the artist is doing what they're doing. Exactly. And I'll say too, um, it's so helpful, and it's also such an incredible moment when you're actually affected by the art, kind of like how Ben was at the gallery. For me, it was your last performance mm-hmm. um, with the sex dolls. Oh. Um, and I've, you know, I've enjoyed your art. I've gotten the meaning of it. Um, I've, it was, I hated that piece, and I loved it at the same time because I felt affected by it. Like, I cringed. And it got a point across in a way that, like, made me uncomfortable. And, like, for art to, like, truly affect you like that, I think it's just a different level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't mean that, it, like, it was a great piece, but it was, like, it shook me. Yeah, and that's, I think, when art is powerful, it will shake you. Yeah, and I've never experienced that before. And so, like, now I have, I feel like even just in this last month, I've 
grown an even greater respect for the arts and what they can do to you in an emotional response. That's amazing. I love that so much. <laughs> for people who uh, don't know the, the doll uh, performance piece, it was taking a like torso of a love doll and then uh, turning it into a baby doll. So a lot of it had to do with mutilating the love doll to make it into this innocent form. So like cutting off the boobs and like sewing up the vagina because baby dolls yes. don't have those things but as a female with these body parts yes it was it was next level hard to watch it was and mm-hmm. but it's like that's what that's powerful art mm-hmm. so yeah not all art is supposed to leave you feeling happy and exactly positive. exactly mm-hmm. um okay so you want my embarrassing story I do. oh man so badly so <laughs> i was on your sister's uh, page the other day <laughs> And, um, <laughs> shouts to Emily. <laughs> uh, and I saw her picture of her and Ben at the Broad mm-hmm. and next to the giant table and chairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How long has that been up there? Uh, it was up there at least two years ago. Okay, so it's been years. Yes. And I have seen people stand in front of this for years and put it on social <laughs> media. This entire time, I have thought it was a marketing ploy by Ikea. Are you serious? <laughs> Take away your snobbery. And I was like, man, Ikea's really smart. Like, everyone's taking pictures with this. Ikea should do that. Like, literally just take that and run with it. Yeah. it would be amazing. Like, if you had gone to Ikea with me, I probably would have been like, hey, let's go find the giant table and chairs. Like, everyone's taking pictures with it. And I saw it, and I had this moment, oh, shit. (laughs) This is like an art piece. Do they even look like Ikea furniture? No, <laughs> looks like furniture. Oh my god! I'm sorry. That's amazing. It's I, not. I love it so much. We can end the podcast. It's right here. there. <laughs> god, so bad. Well, for all those of you who have similar thoughts as Lisa, those are at the bro. It's an art piece. Not by IKEA, but IKEA should do that. They really should. I would visit Ikea for some I would do. I would. It's all about the gram. <laughs> Gotta get a gram off. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's uh, amazing. All right, any other questions? Uh, I was going to ask you who your favorite artist is. And you can't say me. <laughs> and I hate this question because anytime people ask me that, I like blank on any names ever. I only thought of one name and it's not my favorite artist. Oh, who'd you think of? I can't say it out loud. I'm going to get kicked off the podcast. Is it uh, Thomas Kincaid? It is. (laughs) That is correct. This is a really good um, And I don't even like his art. It's just his great marketing techniques. It's incredible marketing techniques. Mm -hmm. But I'm not into it. Can you think of an art piece that you're... Oh, I do have a favorite artist. Oh, okay. Human. Oh. Yeah, she is incredible. So I... um, you know, being new, I feel maybe, and I'm going to get some hate for this, but I think uh, street art is like, kind of like the white wine, you know? It's easy to get you into oh. art, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you see it, you appreciate it, you know? It's a good entry level into the art world, and I think she's amazing. Um, so, can you spell her name out? Oh, yeah, so people? she is uh, on Instagram, um, it is at human but it's h-u-e-m-a-n um and it's awesome i mean her work is 
all over. It's international. She gets she gets hired by like Nike. Um, she does these incredible um, street art with um, spray paint. But just the colors mixing. I mean, everything she does is just it's beautiful. Uh, I actually think that you're onto something. When really? You say, yes, because a lot of street art is very aesthetically pleasing. The yes. colors are great. Um, they're not as much um, conceptually driven mm-hmm. as other art pieces that you can find. So I do think that street art can be um, a good entry point into the art world. Yeah, and I don't mean it from um, the professional artist side. I mean, mm-hmm. it's tough to do. I mean, her work is, it spans sometimes like four uh, towers high on a building. Yeah, labor uh, intensive. It's labor intensive. Sure. It's difficult. I just mean it as someone who is enjoying the art. You can do it also in a snob-free environment. I can walk by and take it in without feeling like, am I allowed to like this? Am I not? I can just enjoy it. Kind of like when you're starting to drink wine, you enjoy the sweet wine. Yeah. You know? And there's not like a gallerist no one's like, mm. breathing down your neck. Exactly. Judging you for being in a gallery. Exactly. Setting. And it's like, it's uh, introduced you to art too in shocking times when you're not actively looking for it. I don't mm. know. So I think... The only thing I think some people would have an issue with, and I don't think it is with her because Uh she's not like Banksy where she just goes and times buildings. Like, I'm assuming she gets hired. Oh, she gets hired. Um, So I can see people not liking street art for the fact that they think it's like tagging buildings that don't want to be tagged. Yeah. But uh, that's the... Really, she's And I have to say, too, I think there's a big misconception between graffiti and street art. Mm-hmm. And um, I have recently had the option opportunity to work with a few street artists, um, having them do a piece for me. Um, and Is it the bathroom door? Not the bathroom door. Okay. <laughs> the large letters. Oh, yes, yes. Um, we had these large 10-foot letters painted for my work, and um, each, each letter was painted by a different street artist. And in talking to them, they almost always do have business owners approach them or they approach the business owners for permission. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And those are the, uh, those would be considered street art, not mm-hmm. graffiti. Well, and I was reading a study the other day that said um, if you have street art uh, put in in like an alleyway mm-hmm. or a corner that ha- is notorious for crime or being dirty, people automatically switch their brains uh, where it's not that dirty anymore, the crime moves away because people are more actively looking at it that as an art piece. Absolutely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really interesting. And yeah. so, in reality, cities should be looking at installing more public art and street art pieces. I think so, especially sh- like street art where it has a lot of attitude, not yeah. like murals that are boring. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really cool. All right, what's next? All right, we're moving right along. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, this week in LA is insane. It's freeze. Yes, it is freeze. <laughs> there are six, what, yeah, six art fairs happening Holy in LA. Cow. Yeah. So we have um, freeze. Okay. Super fine, art Palm Springs. Uh, Flex, Startup Art Fair, Spring Break, and um, the LA, the Art Los Angeles Contemporary. Okay, can we rewind really quick? Yes. Before we dive into this, 
can you explain to me the difference between like an art fair, an art show, like a Basel or like a um, like Laguna's Masters of the Arts? Okay. So Laguna's Masters of the Arts is uh, when they're, it's almost like a production where okay. they are, have you ever been? It's like living art, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so they take uh, masterpieces mm-hmm. and then they recreate it live. Yeah. Like on Gilmore Girls. Yes. Uh, so that is a place that you can go almost for pure entertainment okay. with art history in mind. Okay. You're not buying art there. Yeah. Um, an art exhibit or an art show usually is curated. It's much smaller. It's mm-hmm. usually in just one gallery okay. um, with one or two artists or maybe it's a group show. And then an art fair is usually huge, like there it's in a warehouse or a convention center and it has several different galleries or there's a new trend right now where it's artists that are being invited okay. and they cut out the gallery and wow. the curators. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is really so interesting. So would Basel be considered a high-end art fair? Yes. Okay. The highest. The highest end. The highest okay. end of all the art okay. fairs. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Cool. And Freeze is up there. Okay. It's really well known. Uh, first time it's ever been in... Los Angeles. Los Angeles. That's insane. So interesting, too, because all these other art fairs that I looked up, like Superfine yeah. or um, Flex, <coughs> is advertising as... We're uh, art. Sh- uh, we're an art fair during Freeze Week. Wow! Yeah, that's how much like punch Freeze yeah. has. It's basically what Basel does to Miami, right? Exactly. Oh my god! You gosh. go for Art Basel, and everyone's like, "Hey, we're an yeah, we're an ancil- we're an ancillary <laughs> event. Like we're we're part of it. Mm-hmm. That's so cool, that though. That's so good for LA. Mm-hmm. No, LA is uh, really stepping it up in their art game. Yeah. Get they're it, all Los Angeles. Weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so Freeze is really cool because it's at Paramount 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 Pictures. Pictures. Uh, if anyone is looking to buy tickets, they too gone. Late. <laughs> <laughs> they're sold out. <laughs> A crying soul. <laughs> uh, hey Freeze, hit us up with those VIPs. We'll we'll plug you. We'll talk about you. Yeah, we'll do a whole pod. Yeah. On hey, just one, you. If one of those artists makes you mad, I'll give them a. Uninformed critique. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so it has 70 exhibitors. Okay. Uh, it's And they're blue chip galleries, which okay. blue chip means that they tend to solely focus on reselling artwork that is already from well-established artists. Okay. So they have some... Are we talking uh, like Rembrandts? No. Okay. Like living artists. Okay. They don't have to be living. Like a Banksy. contemporary artists. Yeah. Okay. Uh so they will have emerging artists, but they're rare. Okay. And Any performance artists? Some performance artists. Wow, okay. And like an artist can't have a booth there. They, it has to be a gallery. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So they have Gagosian, uh, Hauser & Worth, that okay. level of gallery, which is it's cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, but definitely not like under and no underground art will be there. Okay. Um, so then we have the Los Angeles the art. I hate saying this name. We have the Art Los Angeles Contemporary. Okay. Um, and that has eighty international exhibitors, and it's the same type of galleries as Freeze. So okay. the blue chip galleries. 
um, Flex LA, 40 international exhibitors, super fine, is kind of below all the other ones. Um, and not knocking super fine, yeah. but it just doesn't have that established uh, name to itself yet. Okay. Um, same thing with Spring Break. Spring Break is the first time that they're doing um, their show here. Um, and it's more of a, it's more of an underground feel. Okay. And it's in downtown LA, which is becoming more of a art scene. Uh, Superfine is, so I actually, Superfine is one of the few like startup fair that artists can actually apply to have their own booths. So very different curators are not involved as much okay um and i looked at prices so if you're an artist and you're thinking hey should i sign up for one of these uh the pre- so super fine was really interesting uh the exhibitors are required to feature 50 percent of their work on display below five thousand dollars whoa yeah uh and then no single piece is supposed to be higher than fifteen thousand and then, Those are some restrictions. Yeah. I don't know if I like them. I yeah. like them for the fact that it makes people feel comfortable that they're going to be able to afford work there. But I also don't like Don't put rules, rules on the art no. world. This is rule free. Exactly. What if you have a really dynamic piece yeah. that you worked months on? You can't So what, you don't show it? There. Yeah. No. Because you, and it, it might be your more, best piece. Yeah. Wow. Um, and the prices, so the lowest booth cost was about $1,000, and the highest was 6000 Okay. And my only fear with uh, Startup and Superfine is that they don't have curators there, and most artists don't know how to display their work well in a booth okay. setting. And that's what a curator's job yep. is. That's tough. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So I want to go and see how it turns out. You have out. to. Startup Fair is in a hotel. Okay. So each that's artist cool. has their own hotel room. And oh, my, that's really cool. My biggest question with that was like, do the artists get to sleep in their room? Probably. They do. I would imagine. I yeah. Oh, you did? <laughs> like oh, all right that's cool yeah you that's get, really like, four awesome four days night stay yeah. in a hotel and you're like sleeping with your art hopefully it's not creepy i'd be i'd be worried about the damage to the room right yeah some of those insulation pieces are heavy mm-hmm. yeah they have to have it in their or contract. like you start painting oh man, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> i hope someone turns the entire room into an art piece and paints like all the walls and you just like walk into an art piece that'd be cool i would do a performance piece where i just like am sleeping the whole time yeah <laughs> someone's just not sure if they walked into your room or an art exactly just, like is this part of it just the confusion <laughs> and embarrassment it would it would revoke a reaction that would be amazing though <laughs> oh man all right so that is pretty much what i have on art fairs should you go to art fairs as the public yeah. i think yes if you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can get tickets, you should definitely go. Um, should you participate as an artist? I think you can if your art is, uh, if you're focused on 
sales. It okay. would do nothing for me to participate no. because I'm not focused on sales. You should still go in like Miss Art World though. Oh yeah, yeah. And be like, yo, I have a podcast. <laughs> you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> Sometimes I call it a podcast. It's fine. <laughs> No one's listening anyways. Hey! Aww. It's okay, Perry. <laughs> we know Dad's listening. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to... Uh, do you have questions? Comments? No, I think that covered Concerns? everything. Okay. <laughs> Not too concerned. Uh, so we're going to move along to news. Yeah. Are we ready for news? Hit me with it. Okay. I'm really curious about what you think about this next news piece. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, so I'm going to give you like one short newscast or news piece and then a longer one. Uh, so the short one that I have is the title of the news, um, uh-huh. thing was piss artist Andres, and I should know how to say his name, Andreas Serrano. Yep. That'd be um, right. do you know this? No, <laughs> <laughs> I just know how you pronounce Serrano. Okay. <laughs> uh, he bought uh, a, a favor, a cake favor that was given out at Trump's wedding. Why? Um, so the artist paid $1,880 at an auction okay. to buy a mini chocolate cake given as a favor at the his uh, marriage. So the cake topper. No, the, the cake. mini cake as like a favor. Okay. Um. And uh, it his wedding was in two thousand and five. Ew. So it's like a really stale frozen cake, cake in the original packaging. Okay. What's he gonna do with it? So he's being really tight lipped about what he his plans this are is for interesting. this cake. Yeah. Um, and I guess Serrano and Trump have a history. Okay. That Trump uh posed for the photographer in two thousand and three. Okay. And so when people were asking what Serrano thought of Trump. He said, I never speak ill of people who have posed for me. Okay. Do you know who uh, this artist is? No. So this artist is famous for peeing into a see-through box. um, Ew. And then in the box was a... um, What's it called? A mannequin? Oh, a cross? A cross. What's it called? A crucifix? Uh, yes. A crucifix. Um, and then photographing it. So the the photographs are beautiful. Whoa. But then when you realize that what it's, it is. Yeah. You know, a crucifix. Dang. The artist's urine. That's, Ooh, yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see what he does with the chocolate. Okay. Here. I'm really curious. We have to like keep the people updated on that one. We will. So the last thing that we're going to talk about news wise is the Ivanka... Trump performance piece that's been all, all over. over. Okay. I had a guy at work <laughs> who's like not into art at all. He came yeah. up and was like, hey, I heard about this piece. And this is what the piece is. But I don't get it. And then walked away. And I was like, it's... Which is shocking because it's the most obvious. Okay. Okay, so... dive into it for the people who may not be aware or yes. have not seen. So uh, Jennifer Rubel is the artist. Okay. Uh, the exhibit is in D.C., and basically, she hired a lookalike Ivanka to be dressed in pink. She's on a pink carpet, and she has a vacuum. And 
people are invited into the gallery space. There's like a pedestal with a bunch of crumbs on it and you can grab crumbs and then throw them onto the carpet and she vacuums it up. And she does this, the show runs February 1st to the 17th for two hours at night. So she's doing this for two hours. Um, and Ivanka Trump actually responded. Okay. And she said, women can choose to knock each other down or build each other up. I choose the latter. Okay. Um. Okay. She's just, that that was her channeling her inner Michelle Obama. Like 100%. Would you like to know how the artist responded yeah. to this tweet? Okay. On the Twitter? On the Twitter. <laughs> she, uh, so this is from the artist. I would be happy to arrange for you to do it alone with none of the media circus that has formed around it. Not knocking anyone down, just exploring complicated subjects we all care about. Ooh, good response. I, if I was Ivanka, I would go to the gallery and I'd oh, throw yeah. crumbs at myself. For sure. <laughs> just the whole time. Just the whole time. <laughs> just. <laughs> all right. Or I would steal all the crumbs. Yeah, right. So no one could throw crumbs at me anymore. Yeah. Golly. I just think it's just such an obvious statement, and it feels like she's doing this to go viral, to get attention, to get the Trumps to respond mm-hmm. and make to get big on social media. So Let's it, be honest. It does feel like a one-liner. It like feels like a one-liner. You can look at it and know exactly what it's trying to yes. say. So on one side, she's either a genius for going, because the piece has gone viral, yeah. but I don't know... The art world actually seems to be responding really well to really? it. Really? But the art world is very liberal. Yeah. Um, so. It's true. And, like, I guess, what does the art world think? Like, it's so odd to me that a performance artist would do an art piece or that an art piece would be a performance art without the artist being in it. I think that's so interesting that you brought that up because most of the time performance artists are using their own body. Yes. And it's interesting and I almost want to, like, challenge the artist. Like, why didn't you dress up as Ivanka? Like, yeah. I know having an Ivanka lookalike is, makes the piece, like, more readable. It's also extremely expensive <laughs> for something that she's not going to make any money on. Yes. Yeah. But why wouldn't the artist dress up like Ivanka? Like, yeah. you could do it. Has, has anyone brought that fact up, like, that you've seen in writing? Not that Because that I've is seen. just so odd to me. One of the criticisms... Because in some ways, would what would you say if I had this great conceptual idea, mm-hmm. but not the skills to paint, and I request that you paint it, would I call myself the artist? You would. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. In the art world, you like uh, Jeff Koons, he uh-huh. doesn't fabricate his own artwork. Okay. He has a company fabricate it, but okay. he's the original um, idea, come up with the concept and the design but he doesn't have that fabrication skill okay. to do it, but he's still considered the artist. Wow. I guess that kind of makes sense, too, when you think in a greater scheme, greater, not scheme, but um, on a large scale, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like public art with um, the pillars outside of LAX. Like, the artist couldn't have manufactured that himself and created all of it and done the lighting, so. Yeah, and if you're thinking about it maybe from, like, a, theater perspective yeah you can write and direct a play without being the actor yeah all right still get you have for. a point it just seemed <laughs> odd to me but i guess i'm i've only seen one side of the performance art i would have loved to challenge the artist to be the poser like Absolutely. if i was critiquing the piece i would 
ask her at least one night to be Ivanka. Absolutely. Because it definitely changes things. Yeah, you have to experience your own art. Exactly. One thing that I found was interesting is uh, they did a live stream Mm -hmm. and most of the opening. Yeah. And most people that came in did not throw crumbs. Really? Yeah, they like shuffled in and left without Which, in speaking to the liberal art world, I find very surprising. Well, I think for performance art, uh-huh. and you, I feel I like you know about this, this yeah. it's hard to get people to interact with you. It's all about not wanting to break that, what is it, the third barrier, the fourth barrier? Mm-hmm. What do you call it? The third wall? It's the third wall. There it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it's the third and not the fourth. Either one. <laughs> I'm sure it is. But, 3.5 uh, wall. <laughs> like, it's, you don't want to break that third wall. I don't know. And it's something so crazy because, like, I know when you've done performance pieces before, like, I'm like, I've told your husband something, and then I've seen you react, like, <laughs> in, like, an eyebrow raise or something, and I'm like, I forget she can hear us. <laughs> or, no, you moved a cart once because someone needed to go to the restroom, and I was like, I completely forgot that she can hear everything we're saying. I'm three feet away. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, people, like, put up that, like, it's a TV or a It's movie. true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, it's really interesting. So, big question. Oh, yeah. That I have for you. Is if you went to the opening, would you participate? Would yeah, you I would have crumbs? participated. Okay. Um, myself two years bef- ago probably would not have. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Why? What changed? I I I mean I'm so much more involved in the art world now. I think you're getting comfortable. I'm comfortable in the art world yeah. now. I'm not afraid to not know things anymore mm-hmm. and to sound silly sometimes uh, with Ikea furniture <laughs> um, <laughs> or not knowing who Coons is. <laughs> but I'm also like, I go to enough gallery shows and I've gone to enough performance art piece, pieces of yours and um, even that show that had a different performance artist in each room um, to kind of get that there's areas where you need to react and interact with the art um, for it to be successful mm-hmm. um, in some circumstances. So, yeah, I would definitely interact with it now. And you know the artist's perspective. Like, you know that the artist is so wanting yes, people to exactly. <laughs> engage with them. And I'm the ultimate supporter. <laughs> you are. <laughs> like, like, what do you want me to do? All right. Exactly. I'll so, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely would do it. Um, And I think it would be, I think the greater question in my mind would be if this were a piece and it was Michelle Obama. Yeah. Someone who, with a, you know, very high acceptance rating. We love Michelle. We love Michelle, uh, you know? That's so so interesting. So that is what I would want to know. Because even myself, politics aside, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would do it. Because just out out of the respect for someone... Um, all politics aside, I mean, she's a strong, independent woman. She has great causes. Um, she, she's a force to be reckoned with. She's incredible, right? Michelle? Yeah. yeah. Michelle is someone who's so well-respected outside of her position in office. Um, and I've, it's someone I've admired. And I don't know if I'd be able to do something that was uh, degrading to someone I admired. So that's really interesting uh, because the gallery mm-hmm. uh, said that this piece is a visual celebration of contemporary of bleh, let me start over a visual celebration of a contemporary feminine icon, a portrait of our relationship to that figure, and a questioning of our complacency in her 
role playing, which if you took this like a celebration uh-huh. of a contemporary feminine icon, Michelle Obama could be that. So I think this piece is way more than that. But I think that that's the gallery trying to play a safe card. They know they know that this is not what that is. Mm-hmm. But they're covering all their bases. They're putting out something that's extremely radical mm-hmm. and covering their bases and saying it's a celebration. Yeah. Ivanka doesn't look at that as a star on Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> thinking, oh, they appreciate me. Exactly. So um, I, I just think they're covering their base. Well done. Way to play the uh, card of, um, you know, playing it safe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this would be the same reaction if this piece was done with Michelle. And I, I do respect the artist for creating a piece with so much interesting dialogue that people yeah. could have. But you are right on the money with uh, the Michelle Obama comment because I don't think I would either. Yeah, it'd be very difficult for me to participate in that circumstance. Yeah, because there's so much respect for her. Yes. So interesting. Yeah. I applaud this <laughs> so much. <Thank> you. <laughs> All right. And on that note, yeah. I always like to end with being applauded. <laughs> we uh, have to go now. <laughs> but we love you and we will post uh, next week. Uh, well, this one, I think we'll get this one out this week. We'll post it today. This is coming <laughs> to you from today. And we have a lot more content coming, and then we will go into weekly. Yes. So, see you later. Love, Love you. you.